What you call a heartthrob living? Start a podcast, catch up, just did it. Damn, talking for 20 plus minutes. Damn, he too deep up in the business. Catch up is a podcast monster. Every week still hoping for a sponsor. Hopefully in time he gonna blow. Right now, let's get to the show. Oh! Hopefully in time he gonna blow. Right now, let's get to the show. Hey, catch up. Let's go. Minimum wage heartthrobs. Let's go. Catch up. Hey. Head ass boy. Once again, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. You already know what time it is, because it's time to get litty, baby. Recording in the studios of Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. Welcome to another episode of Minimum Wage Heartthrobs. I am your boy, Ketchup. Man, last episode, you know, I talked about Stall Me Out. Uh, Basically, I was talking about Megan Thee Stallion and uh, everything she had going on with her contract with Carl Crawford and all that good stuff. And so for that episode and the other 95 episodes behind that, it's now on SoundCloud and in the iTunes store. Uh, You download the podcast app, search minimum wage heartthrobs, and guess what? Your boy Ketchup is right there. Or if you don't like the podcast app, you can download the SoundCloud app, search minimum wage heartthrobs, and guess what? Your boy Ketchup is still there. Or if you don't like that, download the iHeart app, search minimum wage heartthrobs, and guess what? Your boy Ketchup is right there. Yeah, man. For real. Listen, now any other time uh, I start episodes after I say this and I'll be like, man, you know, um, it's been another crazy week. But from the last time I talked to y'all, man, is to say it's been crazy is is an understatement, man. I don't even I don't even know what the hell is going on. Honestly, Uh, COVID-19, this it's been wild. That's all I can say. Um, it's a lot going on, man. It's a lot going on. And it's, it's just been crazy. It's just been crazy to see everything that's, that's just been transpiring. Like, I really don't know what's going on right now. Like, I really don't. And it's at a point now where I feel like I'm in one of those reality shows. Like, I'm in a, a movie where I wake up and I do the same thing over again. I feel like I'm in The Simpsons. Like, this is like sort of like the Simpsons intro. Like it it's the same thing, man. Like there's nothing um this is weird, man. Like life is just just changed completely. Completely, man. And uh you know, condolences out to all the uh people who uh who dealing with COVID-19. Um yeah, we we going to get through this, man. Uh, you know, at the time, like I said, you know, I was at Hilton and then, you know, nobody's going to come to the hotel if, you know, stuff going on. So now just collecting a good unemployment, uh, that was very necessary. 
and uh, just spending time with my daughter, man. That's that's just the new wave right now. Uh, my birthday is, you know, two weeks away as we speak. Legit two weeks away. The big old Reggie Miller, 31. And I'm going to be in the crib. And it's like the first, I think this is the first year or in a long time where my birthday actually fell on the holiday, on Memorial Day. And I can't do nothing because the shutdown is still to at least May 30th. So, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I know for sure I'm going to get lit. But this just a, this just a new norm, man. Like, a lot of people have been, you know, celebrating their birthdays, you know, in the crib. Like, they can't do nothing. You know, that's that's wild. Like, like my homie my homie Jared, you know, shout out to the Goodfellas podcast. Uh, his wife, shout out to Gab. Uh, she had her baby shower. It was a virtual baby shower. Like, we were supposed to all be together and, you know, be there, you know, and celebrate that that baby shower, and you know we we're looking online, man. I'm like it's it's just a new norm. And then to go into the grocery stores now is damn near like you know is 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 weird as fuck. Like I'll never forget the day before it was mandated for us to wear the mask uh, everywhere, and I was out without a mask, and you know I felt like a lone wolf. And I'm like, yo, what what the hell is going on? Like this used to be normal with me not wearing a mask, but I see everybody else with a mask. I don't have one on, and it's it's weird, man. It's, it's oh, my goodness. And it's just, just trying to adjust, man. You know, life is all about adjustments, but this this been way different, man. It's been way different. And uh, here in Chicago, man, yo, we've been wilding out. <laughs> we've been wilding out. Um, when... <laughs> When it got warm last week, you know, they was they was in their bag, man. They was in their bag. Somebody was on a horse. I never I, <laughs> Yo, you go to Chicago Media Takeout on IG. Here's down one of the best IG pages out there. And you know, they posted so much stuff. Like Out West was wilding out. Like they was Out West was fighting the police. That was some different shit. And so um I don't know how you do that. And it, it was just, it's just been amazing, man. It's been a lot of stuff that's been going on, man. But a lot of positives, uh, with thing like everybody is using social media to uh, their advantage. You know, that, that's a great thing. Uh, like TikTok, uh, TikTok is just really the shit right now, man. You know, uh, any single dance, like, is it's a rap. Like, K Kemp was, was on to that, that wave early. Like, some chick. Uh, she was like a 14-year-old chick down south, made a dance to Renegade, and, uh, yo, that, that was it. That was it. And now that, that song nonstop. Like, I heard the K-Camp song, it was on, like, a Burger King commercial. And I'm like, what? Like, this dude, he out here getting bread. He getting money. But that's just the influence of social media now. And then you look at the same thing with, with Tussie Slide, with Drake. Even though I, I, I hate that song, man. I fucking hate it. But... It's catchy to other people. You know, other people like it. I, I fucking hate that song, man. 40 seconds into hearing that song, and I immediately turned that shit off. That shit was, I hate that shit with a passion. That shit is fucking trash. Speaking of Drake, uh, with his new album, uh, new mixtape, uh, that, yo, that, that, that mixtape is pretty decent. I would definitely say that. I would definitely say that. Um, I, man, I've been bumping that nonstop. Uh, I rock with that, you know, Dark Lane demo tapes. Uh, of course, always uh, the favorite. It's gonna be man. It's I got my three favorite tracks, man. I, it's just in no in no particular order, but my three favorite tracks 
is uh is losses. <laughs> Killed losses. And then uh deep pockets. You know, deep pockets. And when we rollin' deep pockets. Yeah, he's yeah, he spats on that. And then of course Chicago freestyle, man. Two thirty, baby. Won't you hear me by the bean? Now, I ain't meeting nobody by the bean. But um Yo, he he snapped on that. He snapped on that, especially the part when he was like, uh, send a text and it go green. Like, is those 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 are humbling, man. Like, you you get blocked out of nowhere, and there's just no answer for it. No answer. You don't even get an answer. Humbling times, man. Humbling times. We all been there. We've all been there, whether you believe it or not. The curve happens. It happens. And then also, uh, n- news going on. Uh, we have, you know, Takashi 6ix9ine, and he's back out. And I'm really tired of people talking about him. I don't know why I'm bringing him up, but I don't know, man. It just, it just got to be addressed. And so, for those who don't know, uh, he just got out of jail. Uh, he dropped a dime on the whole gang because they, like, kidnapped him, tried to kill him. They were smashing his baby mama. And so he, you know, he turned on him. And so now he out and they in jail. And it's that's tough, man, you know. But you can't be you can't be in that life like that and not a, expect, you know, for shit to go wrong. And so I don't feel sympathy for him. And now it's like it was at one point where he had to get relocated because people found out where he was located at. Like, that's a tough life to live, man. Like, you got to keep you got to keep on the run because like just stupid decisions you make and that's that's just unhealthy man it's unhealthy as fuck and it's unfortunate that my man's got to live through that but that's the bed he he laid in man but he came back out he got a new track uh it it did like 11 million views or something like that um he, he i guess he what is worth he doing his thing but that's what people like to tolerate i just i think it's just it's clown behavior but I mean, who am I to judge? I just it is what it is. This is shit is weird, real fucking weird. Um, but the the highlight of this quarantine shutdown has been the Last Dance, uh, the big Netflix ESPN special, ten part special has been off the fucking chain since the first episode. I've been glued, and some people. Have already, you know, leaked some of the episode. They watched it in its entirety already, and it's like it, it takes the the fun. Like I I want to watch it, you know, and live through that moments. Like it's been going. It's been two episodes a week, and just just enjoying that is just has just been everything. Like going back from you know seeing Mike you know, eighty four, and then seeing him on his come up, winning his first title. Like the episode when he won his first title. I shed a tear, man. Like, he was in there, and he shed the tear holding the, the trophy and crying, and he was with his pops. Yo, man, I shed a tear, man. Like, that, that was that was a real moment right there, man. I don't know why I felt that, but it was um it was real talk right there, man. And that was just that was just dope, man. Like, just to see somebody, you know, how much grind he put into it, how hard he worked to get there, and then once he finally got there, it was amazing, man. Like, he just, he let the emotion go. And, like, his teammates never seen him like that before. 
And it was just, that was, that was dope, man. That was just, that was dope as fuck. And it, it got the best of me, you know? I mean, I'm human. I'm human. I can shed a little tears, you know? Yo, heart throbbers. Yo, catch up cares, man. If don't nobody else care. All right? Never forget that. Never, ever forget that. And then, you know, it's just been the talk about, you know, Scottie Pippen and how underpaid he was, man. Like, he, you know, he did it because, you know, coming from where he was from, he wanted to take care of his family. And I get that, you know. You know, coming from Arkansas, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it ain't a lot going on, you know. And, you know, with everything that was going on with his pops and his brother, and he wanted to make sure his family was safe. But Jerry Reinsdorf told him not to sign that contract, man. And I don't know. He just he just didn't want to listen. And, I mean, it's, he laid the bed he was in. But it's just been a, a, a very, a very therapeutic, you know, time, man. It, it just puts you in that time to win. Like, they were winning those championships. Like, I remember – the last championship. I just remember as a kid, just you know, being in my my cousin's car, and when I'm in the back seat, I'm sitting on the back seat. Everybody's honking their horns. We're just going down the street, man. It was just everybody was just so happy. It was just no care in the world. Uh, people was pop, popping fireworks. I don't even know where you got fireworks, but you know, everybody was just turned up, man. Like then you know somebody was going, you know. Uh, go in the Foot Locker. They was gonna loot there, and it was gonna go crazy. And then you know they was gonna be outside. Police gonna have to tell you to go home. But I remember those great times, man. Like I remember all of that. That was just like therapeutic times. I remember as a kid, like I was two years old, and I was saying the starting lineup. Like I used to, I used to love that shit, man. Like the Bulls, the Bulls are my life, man. The Bulls are still my life. Like I still love the Bulls. And, you know, we're going to get into a little bit more about the Bulls later. As a matter of fact, we can we can get with the we can start with the, the topic now. We can preview it. Uh, this is episode number 97 and it's called The Storm is Over. Yes, it is. The Storm is Over. Uh, also, uh, I got the head ass of the week. Head ass of the week is, um, man, a wild boy, man. Football player. Got caught up with his wife. His wife don't play that. Got to be smarter than that. Uh, but for right now, man, I got a new topic I want to get into. Uh, We're going to call this uh, Toxic Talk, man. I've been previewing this a little bit on Instagram, and uh, I just want to talk about it, man. It's been Because it's, you listen to a lot of music, it's, it's <laughs> very, very, very toxic out here, man. And uh, we just be letting these lyrics just slip away, man. Just, 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 it's just right there, right in our face. And first toxic talk today is Jaheem, just in case. Like, <laughs> like the whole chorus is, is very uh, bold as hell. Very bold. You know, just in case I don't make it home tonight. Let me, let me smash you real quick. I don't think, I don't think I'm going to make it out here in the streets, but just in case if I don't, you know, let me hit. Like, <laughs> you a wild boy, Jaheen. You a wild boy. And you was putting the women first. And we see how you look now, Jaheen. And I feel bad for you, bro. Um, I don't know what you're going through. But, you know, I just want the best for you. But that song was wild, bro. Like, 
how you how you just gonna say yo let me let me hit real quick because i don't know if i'm gonna you know come back home or not like what what and she fell for that too man she fell for that that's also like where r kelly when he was telling women you remind me of my jeep like what how is that even a fair uh comparison what what kind of assessment did how you even put that together and women was going for that, man. You remind me of my Jeep. I want to ride. Yeah. Yeah. That shit was rude. But he got away with that. And uh, Jaheem, uh, we got to talk about it. Very toxic boy. Um, I don't know, man. Tell a lot of chick stuff. Uh, they tend to go for it. So I've heard. Read that in a book once. Uh, it's, it's, it's wild out here. And that, that right there is a little bit toxic talk. Uh, Jaheem, just in case. Uh, I don't make it home tonight. Let me smash you real quick. Because I don't know what's going to go on once I leave this house. You're a wild boy. Let's say you want to smash, man. You ain't got to make stuff up. You know? Uh, all right, y'all. Let's get into the head ass of the week. Head ass of the week is Earl Thomas. Baltimore Safety. Um, this guy right here for uh, some reason and reason I have, I, I can't really explain that to you. Um, so the report came out that him and his brother were in the Airbnb smashing thoughts. Cause I guess him and his wife, they, you know, marriage was not working out. So they in the Airbnb smashing thoughts. She found out about it, came to his hotel with an Airbnb, up the banger on him, and she damn near uh, popped him. She didn't even know that it was a bullet in the chamber, but also he need to know to stop playing with her, you know, stop playing with her. Like, she damn near earthed your ass. You out here being stupid. And First and foremost, how you, why you out here smashing thoughts during a, a pandemic like this you a wild boy then you risking it all damn near giving that shit to your wife yo you a wild boy earl thomas um yo you reckless and uh you damn near you damn near got your ass packed up get your ass real quick and so earl thomas uh, as if uh the last thought we had of you was when uh, Derrick Henry was using you as like a dish rag uh, to run down the field. He was just so disrespectful. It's it's been it's been kind of rough for you. I want better for you, Earl. Uh, but unfortunately, you are the head ass of the week. Head ass boy, boy. Yeah, Earl, you wild man. You, you's definitely wow. But all right, y'all. Let's get into um, let's get right into the episode, man. This is episode number ninety seven, man. Number ninety seven, and this episode is called "The Storm Is Over." And I say that to say this: um, the storm is finally over. Even though what's been going on in the world, it's very unfortunate. Um. Somehow, some way, the Chicago Bulls, you know, even with this 
this documentary going on, it's been great, you know. It's been great to look at our franchise. And I guess enough was enough. And John Paxson decided to, you know, step away and not be the GM anymore. And they also fired Gar Foreman. And I tell you, that was probably uh, the best day, you know, as a Bulls fan since Derrick Rose got drafted. Uh, that was that was definitely that was definitely a great moment because we've suffered as Bulls fans. We suffered. That was a struggle, man. That was a fucking struggle. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, they made some right moves. You know, we, we won some games, but, you know, we also lost tips. We lost tips because, you know, management didn't like what he was doing. And we ain't had a successful coach since Tibbs left. Like, Tibbs, like, he had a structure. It was a system. The system was working. We were winning 50-plus games. Why we decide to go against that to get Fred Hoiberg and then don't even get him the players for his system. Like, that was – oh, man, I, I still can't believe that. Like, you go sign Rondo and Dwayne Wade, these guys, average, like, they're not even shooting above 35% from the three. So how is that going to help the pace and space that Hoiberg is trying to implement? Set him up for failure. It was just a lot of lot of L's after L's. And just, you know, a bunch of misses. And then you bring in Jim Boylan, Jim Boylan uh, to replace Hoiberg. And I don't even know why he coaching us, G. And I ask this question all the time on Twitter. Why is he still the coach? I know that it's the pandemic going on and they don't know if the season's going to start. But there is no debate. He does not need to be our coach. Like, Yo, get him the fuck out of here. It is I can find somebody. We can go get Robert Smith from Simeon. We can have him coach the rest of the games if they're going to play the rest of the games, which I don't think is going to happen either. That's just in my opinion. I think they just need to cancel the season. It's a wrap. Let it go. Let's just go on with next season. Like it's 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 over, man. Like it's it's damn near May. Like the damn the the NBA finals would have started it in like two more weeks. Like, this shit over with, man. Like it's it's a wrap. But I just love the fact that the Bulls came to their sense their senses. And, you know, Arturis Karnas Karnasovis, uh, the new uh, guy that's in charge of uh, basketball operations, uh, he went ahead and hired uh, Mark Eversley, uh, the first ever black GM for the Chicago Bulls. And that's huge right there, man. That's that's major moves, man. That's definitely major freaking moves man like it 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 shines a new light now they was also interviewing michael finley and i would have loved to see that move man i would have loved to see michael finley come back but you know things happen marcus it works better he's also worked with arturis and arturis is a guy that came from the denver nuggets organization and he drafted Jokic, and you know he he swung a trade to bring in uh, Nurkic and Gary Harris, and you know he drafted Jamal Murray, and he slowly he slowly put that team together, man. He he did a, a very good job, you know. He also worked with under in Houston, so 
he's going to turn his team around, man. He's definitely going to turn his franchise around. And I'm just glad that is is those times are finally here, man, because it was a struggle. Because all you used to hear in Chicago is, I'm not going to be a Bulls fan unless, you know, they do something with the organization. That front office is is the reason why I'm not a Bulls fan. They ran Jordan out. And we're, we're starting to see that. I get that. But that that is over now. That storm is finally over. Now the question is, how are they going to to go with this team? First and foremost, like I said, get Jim Boylan out there, man. Get him the fuck out of here. Yo, he gots to go. He needs to leave like last week. He needs to be collecting unemployment just like the rest of us. He needs to be filing, certifying for his benefits ASAP. Like, there's no reason why he's still coaching us, G. Like, why is he still coaching us, man? (sighs) So annoying, man. So annoying. Oh, man. Like, go and get Kenny Atkinson. Like, there should be no debate on who should be the Bulls coach. The Bulls need to go and get Kenny Atkinson and let him develop this team. Like, this this team has all the – they have enough pieces. And I feel like they're a superstar away. And there's a chance they can get a superstar. Sound crazy to me? I feel like they have a chance at Anthony Davis, just in my opinion. But I feel like there's a, a high possibility that Anthony Davis could leave L.A. That's just my opinion. Not even being a homer, not even being biased, but – yeah, I, I just have this this hunch, man, that that Anthony Davis wants to leave, man. And I wouldn't be surprised if he wants to come back home. Wouldn't be surprised not one bit if he takes that that step back to the city. I mean, he, he loves the city, man. You know, when it was All-Star Weekend, it, it, he he glowed when he talked about Chicago. Anytime he talks about Chicago, like that's that's everything to him, man. That's that's everything. So I wouldn't be surprised about that. But I just know there's good times coming, man. Good times are coming ahead. Uh, good moves are finally on the horizon. And this franchise is about to be better getting back to what it should be, man. Like, we should be chasing, you know, our, our seventh championship, man. That should be necessary. Like, we should be in contention. Like, how is looking on this documentary, we should have the right structure to to be that again, man. Like it that that's supposed to happen. We're not supposed to fall off like this, man. And I feel like these these good times are on the way, man. Now is is the future uh Zach Levine? I I believe so. I believe he's a star. Um is he a number one or number two? It remains to be seen. But I feel like he deserves to be that star in Chicago. And I think he has the potential to do that. I also feel like they could do the same thing with Lowry marketing. I just feel like Lowry was just, um, he was just caught up with a Fugazi-ass coach, man. And I still don't know why he's still coaching us, G. He's technically still the Bulls head coach. I don't know why he's still coaching us. But Lowry has the potential to to be something special, man. And it Boylan didn't do that for him. He set him up for failure. He set him up for fucking failure, man. It's not right, man. 
definitely not right. But I'm just happy, man. And just knowing that, you know, it was just a lot of talk while we were doing the the process of getting a new, uh, you know, GM. And, you know, they were just saying that how racist the Bulls were. And it, I just feel like that that wasn't that wasn't true. It's just that, you know, some some people just wasn't available. I don't know that. Nobody really knows that. You know, a lot of the, the black people felt that, uh, you know, within the, the the tight circles, they felt that way. But nevertheless, you know, Mark Eversley uh, used to work with the Sixers. Uh, he's very respected around in the league. Um, he's going to be one of those hands-on people guys. And he's going he's gonna to reshape this organization. I'm excited, man. I give us two years, man. Two years, and this 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 franchise is gonna be it's gonna be back and running. I feel like we got enough pieces now. We just gotta add another guy, and they need another wing player, man. They need. I know that as much as I love Otto Porter, man, you can't trust him. You can't trust that guy, and you, I think he's he might opt out. I don't know about his contract, but you gotta find a way to 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 move on from him. You got to get a guy more dependable on the wing. Like Chandler Hutchison, he sneezes and get injured. And that's 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 disturbing. It's very disturbing. But I just, I'm just glad I'm we're in a good spot talking about the Bulls in a good light, man. Everything is good, man. New GM, new black GM, new basketball of operations, Arturis. Uh, you know, the last dance, we're watching – the Bulls dynasty, like this, these are good times. This is a a, a good time to be a Bulls fan. Uh, welcome back for those who's been missing. Welcome back. Uh, and that right there is the end of the show. Listen, man, uh, thank y'all so much, man. I know it's been a minute since I did a show. Uh, my homie Lester out in Minnesota. What up, boy? What up, boy? A little dirty eyes. Uh, he was like, man, yo, like, where's the show? And, like, I, I will admit, man, like, I, I've been chilling since, like, COVID-19, man. Like, I've been doing a lot of, I've been on daddy duty. So, I've been doing a lot of, you know, uh, doing a lot of just just, just being with my daughter, man, just being with Jordan. So, it's, it's been being me and her a lot. And I've been chilling, man. But I'm I'm back, man. I'm, I'm back with the podcast. I, I, I got y'all. Uh, don't worry about me no more. Uh, here we are, man. I'm I'm here. I'm here. That boy is here. And so uh, with that being said, it is now time to get into the shout outs. Yeah. First and foremost, first shout out will forever and always go to the Jose Cuervo Silver. Yo, Jose Cuervo Silver. Sponsor your boy, man. Sponsor your boy, man. I'm on the main line. Uh, shout out to Jack Daniels, Tennessee. Honey Jack, yo, the whole corporation. You can sponsor your boy too. Uh, shout out to Canada Dry Ginger Ale. That shit is so fucking amazing. Uh, shout out to Peach Crown, man. Peach Crown. So uh, splendid. I had to use that word. Splendid is such a, a better word to use. It was very necessary. Shout out to everybody. I'm still you know, surviving and working through this pandemic, man. All the essential workers, you know, I salute you, I salute all of y'all, y'all, yo, yo, y'all better than me, I appreciate y'all so much, man, I appreciate y'all so, so much, um, man, you know, shout out to, you know, Timberland and Swiss Beats for giving all these versus battles, like, you know, Erica Badu and Jill Scott, uh, T-Pain and Lil John. you know, 
Teddy Riley and Babyface. Uh, man, like uh, the Dream and, and Sean Garrett. Uh, we, we've been getting some some great some great matches, man. It's, it's, it's very therapeutic right now. It's very chill. Appreciate all that. Uh, you know, shout out to the Bulls, like I said, man. Mark Eversley, man, first Black GM in Chicago Bulls history, man. That's dope. The Bulls are back, baby. Yeah. And uh, last but not least, shout out to my baby Jordan. Daddy loves you. Y'all know y'all can find me, man. Y'all can find me everywhere. Y'all can find me on Snapchat at KetchupDan. Y'all can find me on Instagram and Twitter at DanKetchup. You can follow the business page on Instagram, minimum underscore wage underscore heartthrobs. Catch the website, whatstocatch.com slash shop. Uh, get you some minimum wage heartthrob gear, man. You know, I got the hats and stuff. I got more merchandise on the way. I'm working on some shit. Uh, yo, just bear with me, man. It's a lot been going on. But, yo, there's a lot more coming, all right? You know, I appreciate y'all, y'all. Uh, I, I can't thank y'all enough, man. And, and, yo, man, like I always say, wait, wait, what I always say? Nothing, I just, just end the show. Uh, thank y'all so much for tuning in to Minimum Wage Hard Throbs, the podcast. I'm your boy, Ketchup. Minimum wage heartthrobs, baby. See this fucking crimson red shit I'm wearing? Who the fuck are you? Red looking motherfucking mustard looking mustard. Ah, ain't that a bitch? I'm ketchup, motherfucker. Must uh, zap your dumb ass. Oh, shit.